Welcome back to the Whipped Cream Podcast. I am your host, Bianca Harris. This is the right podcast. You've turned tuned into the right place. If you were wondering what that was, that was Princess Nokia, Tomboy. I've decided to, when I do the, 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 song, the shows by myself, I'm going to play a song that I'm just feeling at the time. That was Princess Nokia, uh, Tomboy. If you haven't heard of her or don't know who she is or checked her out, check her out she's pretty sick um yeah let's get into it today is january 29th end of the first month pretty much of 2017 not quite but we get in there i think what wednesday the first is yeah wednesday is the beginning of february (sighs) That is actually crazy. I cannot believe how quickly this month went by. So today is a day. It's Sunday. I mean, if you've turned on your phone or your TV or the radio or have any communication with the outside world, you know what's going on on this planet. And Donald Trump is a piece of shit. And... It's just so sad. Like, honestly, I don't have words for any of the things that are going on. Like, it's just so much that I don't even know how to articulate anything about it. Like, it's like you don't even know how to process your feelings. It's just like (sighs) the only beautiful thing you can see in it is like people that are coming together. And, you know, like I went to the Women's March here in Toronto, like being in that energy was awesome. But everything else is just it's fucking scary and really sad and makes me panic and it's just like somebody tweeted on twitter what did she say today she's like oh i've been retweeting a lot because i don't have any words for what's happening around me and i felt that so much because i'm just like i don't have any words to process what's going on around us like it just seems like it's a dream like it doesn't seem like it's real 
like this racism and this and this just like divide and it's like almost shocking and scary and it's just I don't even know I just it's like you feel like you can't do anything you feel helpless and you also feel like if you do do anything it's like not enough it's just for me I feel like you're kind of caught in between that place where it's like you want to help in whatever way you can but you're like am I even making a difference it's just so crazy and like these like the anti-abortion stuff like that's like gonna literally impact the entire world like the U.S. basically funds all of the Planned Parenthood um, all over the world. Like, it's not just for the U.S. So this, like, literally affects the entire planet, the entire world, globally. Like, it's insane. Like, to tell women what we can do with our reproductive organs and with our bodies is literally going back 50 fucking years. Like, it's just crazy. Uh I don't know what to say about it. It's like on all of our minds all the time. And if it's not on your mind, then you you need to wake up because it's really, really serious. This is just like crazy times we're living in. And yeah, this like, I don't know. It's just crazy. Um... It's, like, kind of hard to be on a light note when these kind of things are happening. But, like, as I mentioned, the one beautiful thing that you see on social media and um, just, like, around on TV and stuff is people are coming together. Maybe people that wouldn't have came to come together before. Um, when I was at the Women's March this weekend, this past weekend, it was really beautiful to see I think they expected in Toronto 10,000 people and 60,000 showed up if I'm correct you guys can tell me I am pretty sure that was what I uh, had read but it's just unreal to me that was beautiful to be in that energy but it's like what now you know what needs to happen now what action needs to be taken now and it's hard not to feel like you're kind of like helpless in it and also just so much information going around for me I know I can kind of feel like I'm like ignorant to a lot of it because it's like so much different information and so much to keep up with that I'm almost like there's like a part of my brain that's just like oh my god I don't want to hear any of it which is not a good idea I always want to like be in tune with what's going on but it's also like wow I, I it's like every second there's something different happening it's just super scary and seeing the protesting outside of JFK it's like super it's just like wow like a ban on Muslims like where are we living where are we living I don't know it's really scary I uh yeah it just makes me really sad um yeah you know just something to think about like how we can all make a difference in whatever way it is I don't know what that is but can't just sit around and watch it happen like it's a movie you know so um yeah so I mean aside from that we're gonna get into the podcast um as I mentioned we're gonna start doing 
podcast listener letters slash questions. You know, sometimes you may just have a comment, so you can uh, email those in as well. Uh, our email is info at whiptoronto.com, uh, W-I-P-P toronto.com. Uh, and you can hit us up with any comments or questions, or if you want to get in contact with us, we do not have to, you can remain anonymous, just let us know. Um, but since we had, since I had uh, announced that we were doing that, I got a ton of questions that have come in. Um, so thank you so much to everybody that's reached out to me. I've had a ton of like younger women reach out to me and say how much they're loving the podcast and just, uh, being able to like just listen has really helped them so that means so much to me it like touches my heart every time someone reaches out so please don't be shy to reach out I'm not gonna expose you if you don't want to be exposed I know some people are really shy but definitely reach out we would love to hear from you and read some of your questions and stuff um on the podcast so let me just go into my email here okay so we're gonna get into our first question Let's see what it is. So this is from Rachel P. Um, Just to give a little context, some people may be mentioning in an event we just did, uh, a workshop. You can check out all of our workshops that we've been doing at whiptoronto.com. So it's W-I-P-P toronto.com. Just so you can kind of know what we're talking about if you hear it mentioned. Um, We do a bunch of events in the city. So some people might mention that in the questions if they've come or uh, stuff like that. So Rachel P says, can you recall a a moment or moments where you were told no and how did you handle rejection? That's a really good question. Uh, So in my makeup career, I think (laughs) anytime you're a freelance artist, no is going to be a word you hear a lot in terms. I mean, it's not even the word no specifically. You're just going to, you know. There's going to be a job that's up for grabs, let's say, and somebody else ends up getting it. So that would be a way of being told no. Do you know what I mean? Or just being told no in life is not an easy thing because we all want to get what we want, right? So uh, how do I handle rejection? I think that I've had to, I've had really good practice doing this in in some areas of my life. Um, But I think it's just a matter of really training your brain to, to, um, understand that if something wasn't meant for you it wasn't meant for you so I don't even think about the word rejection you know like the word rejection to me is just not even I don't even look at it that way like I don't even think about oh I was rejected I think about okay well um I'll do a couple examples if I'm told no for a gig let's say or if I was if it was given to someone else I look at it as that was not meant for me it wasn't it wasn't meant for me. It's like, if that door is not opening, then that wasn't the door you were supposed to walk through kind of thing. Like, it's like, it just wasn't meant for you. So don't even think about it as rejection. Don't even look at it as rejection. It's not rejection. It's just wasn't meant for you. It's very simple. I think the word rejection is just like a word that can keep you really small, keep you really low, keep you really, you know, just, it's just a shitty word. Like remove that from your vocabulary, remove it from your mind. It's not it's not rejection. It's just what is meant for you will come. And if it wasn't meant for you, that's why you didn't get it. Simple. You know, you just got to retrain your brain. I think that's a really big part of it. It's like everything that we have in our lives is because it's a manifestation of our thoughts. Thoughts become things. So if you train your brain to think 
in a certain way, you're going to manifest a different reality. And I am not making this up as I go. This is cold, hard facts. So, um, yeah. And then another, another, uh, like kind of scenario where I've been told no a lot is like the events that we plan. So you reach out to sponsors, you reach out to speakers and we get way more no's than yeses. People might be interested, but they're busy or they're just simply not interested and they don't want to do it. Like, you know, no, 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 no. And I've found that being persistent almost to the point of annoying has been very effective. So, you know, I really try to like, uh, communicate that to the girls on my team. Like if we're reaching out to, I don't know, Coca-Cola for a sponsorship and they say no on January 17th, that's, that means they said no on January 17th. That doesn't mean that they'll say no on January 22nd. Maybe, maybe you need to communicate it in a better way. Maybe you need to just be persistent. I think that when people say no, they're like, okay, they said no, I'm never asking again. I'm never going back again. I am the, the complete opposite. I'm almost like annoying about it. It's like, well, you said no that time, but maybe I need to come with a better offer. Maybe I need to come with better communication. Maybe I need to sell this better, you know? And then, you know, you have to walk the fine line of like being like, okay, well, they said no, and it was a firm no, and maybe I need to step back and give it a little time and then go back later. Like, it doesn't need to be like shoved down someone's throat, you know, and it depends really on the situation. It's like, I'm talking about work, but if it's like in terms of a relationship, let's say, and someone's like, no, I don't want to be in a relationship, then you kind of have to leave that alone. Like, it really depends on the scenario, but I think when it comes to like achieving things and achieving your dreams, like don't even look at the, don't even look at the word. No, you know, like get a no and then literally throw it out, keep it moving. Um, you know, in terms of human beings, if someone's saying no to you, then I would say no means no, you know? So it really depends, but that's a great question. In all your success. Oh, well, thank you, Rachel. I don't know about that, but uh, was there a tipping point in which things started to change? Even if it was a gradual progression, goal planning, life event, discovering a mentor, I'm interested in and why the progression started. Hmm. Was there a tipping point in which things started to change? Yes, there was actually when my attitude changed. <laughs> um, when I started working on myself and working on my relationships, that's when things change in your life. When you start to realize life is relationships, it's nothing else. Um, and I'm not talking like, you know, I'm talking relationships in the most minute way. Like it could be a business relationship, an associate, the person at Starbucks, a deep intimate relationship, your mother. When you start realizing your life is relationships, you start realizing that the better you make those relationships and the more you work on them, the more successful you'll be within every area of your life. Um, so when I was at a really dark, shitty place and I was depressed and not really in a, you know, wonderful place, um, I wasn't successful. I wasn't becoming who I wanted or doing what I wanted. So I think that was the tipping point. Uh, another tipping point was when I started reaching out and asking people for help instead of trying to do things all by myself. That's a huge one. You know, we all try to like do it on our own and, you know, no matter what successful person says they did it all their own or what rapper pretends they did it all their own in their rap songs. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that, but I did. Um, 
They didn't. You need a whole team of people. It's just like, you know, they say it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to get shit done, too, you know? And it's like, it's not easy to just... I mean, it's. I don't even think it's possible. I really don't think it's possible to get things done without a team effort or without um, help. So that was a tipping point when I stopped trying to do it on my own and I started reaching out and, you know, you would be surprised at how willing people are to help you and how much people want to help. You know, it's like everybody wants to help. That's just like in our nature. So I think that's a huge one. Um, planning is a big, like everything you said, Rachel, is, you know, I, I I don't know that I had a mentor, but I had a lot of people around me. I think keeping people around you that are doing way better than you, um, you know, that sounds kind of weird to say, but like, you know, people that are like, can give you advice that are like at a higher level that, uh, than you in terms of work. Um, will not only push you, but it'll also really help guide you in the right direction. Um, so that was more my mentor, like having multiple people around me that were successful and just like looking at things that they were doing and, um, stealing their ideas in terms, I don't mean stealing their ideas, but I mean, in terms of like using what worked for them and taking that and maybe looking at what didn't work for them and avoiding that. Um, goal planning. I, I don't know that I write down a list of goals. That's never worked for me necessarily. But if I'm working on a project, I definitely do have like a step-by-step system in order to get it done. Um, and in terms of like, if it was a life event, I think for me, like I've opened up a lot, a little bit about this, you know, like online, but like, I've suffered from depression for a long time and everyone has like a lot of people have so I think working on that and really you know not ignoring it and hiding in it and you know pretending like it wasn't there was a big thing because when I start opening up about it and talking about it it almost helps you heal and then in that healing you start seeing more clearly um and that really helped push me to um the next level so it's 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 really a variety of things that um got me there or got me where I am and it's it's crazy to answer these kind of questions because I'm nowhere near where I want to be um but I am trying to stay present and be grateful for what I have accomplished and again it's not at all possible unless I didn't have an amazing group of people aka women helping me um unreal just like so supportive and so amazing and so beautiful and so talented all that stuff and you know that doesn't mean we don't fight or argue (laughs) that doesn't mean you know that life is like roses and flowers all the time like it's not easy working with people so you really it really if you can do it and communicate it can push you to the next level because you're able to grow within the um, conflict, I guess you would say. So that's it. Thank you, Rachel, for writing in. Uh, so now I have a bunch of questions from um, Shaza. I have like nine questions here, but I, I, I'm not going to be able to answer all of them, but I will answer a few for sure. Um how long did it take you to envision and plan everything out before you started actually putting together 
everything for your first whip event. Um, about a month, believe it or not, about a month. You can be surprised what you can do in such a short period of time. Uh, so for those, again, who are new listeners, we have a women's uh, panel conference uh, brand that we've started and we've done three events here in Toronto so far. We're going to be doing a couple more this year that are pretty large in scale full day conferences and then we're going to be going to the U.S. hopefully. I don't really know at this point but um, that's what uh, Shaza, I hope I'm not pronouncing that wrong, is referring to. Uh, when you first thought of the idea to create a platform for women in the creative field to empower one another, how did you decide to focus on being on being networking and more specifically in the conference workshop setting. How did I decide on that? I just thought of a way that we could all have a discussion. Um, And that's kind of the way you would do it generally. Like a workshop is more interactive and a panel is more of like a discussion with that's curated, uh, in terms of the questions and the speakers. And I'll answer one more of these questions. It says, I read in an interview where you said that you took a course that you, that asked you to come up with a project and choose on focusing on empowering women. Can I ask specifics on what was asked of you that I could do more research? I never realized how stressful it is to have a business plan until now. Um, sorry, can I ask specifics on what you were asked to do? Um, really and truly, it was just about putting things in your calendar. That may sound stupid and may sound like, why do I need to take a course on that? You'd be surprised. Um, the way my life kind of works out now is like, if it's not in my calendar, it doesn't happen. So the course I took was basically to just keep you accountable in everything that you are doing. So like everything goes in a calendar, everything has a deadline. Um, and that's how I ran the event. So it just, it just, it gave me support and it also gave me specifics on how to keep everything in line and also, um, you know, get everything done when I said I was going to do it. I think accountability is something that everybody struggles with. It's like we can be accountable to the outward world, but when it comes to ourselves, we're not accountable. So it's like, I'm going to lose 10 pounds, but it's like, I'm telling that to myself. So no one else knows. So I don't really have to be accountable. No one's going to know if I didn't go to the gym. No one's going to get mad at me if I didn't go to the gym because there's no one to keep me accountable. So if you have a coach, if you have a trainer to keep you accountable, likelihood is you are going to get it done. So that's basically how I had my first event to happen. It's like, have people around you that are going to be like, listen, you said you were going to get this done by September 2nd, and it's September 5th, and it's not done. So you're my accountability partner. That's essentially what, how I get all my events done is like, we have to keep each other accountable for that. And it's really tricky to do if you're leading an entire team but it's also extremely necessary. Um, That's that with our listener questions. I think I have a bunch more, but I I don't want to answer them all on one podcast, so I'll get to them next week. Um, 
I also just wanted to talk about our event that we're doing May 13th. It's going to be in Toronto. I'm not revealing where until a week before the event. So I just wanted to put out a little PSA. May 13th, we're going to have a full day conference in Toronto. It's going to be all day long. Um, We have a really, really fantastic lineup of speakers coming. Um, We're flying a bunch of them in from New York and L.A., uh, they're really powerful, really, really awesome, huge uh, powerhouse women that are going to be able to talk about like a multitude of things. And this workshop, uh, I shouldn't say workshop, conference is going to be focused on career cultivation, body image, sexuality, loving yourself, empowerment, uh, all jammed into one day. It's going to be really, really good. We're going to have a workshop in the morning and a panel and I'm not giving away really any details of the day um just trust us all the events we do are like I mean if I do say so myself pretty awesome so just trust us be here for that day it's going to be really 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 awesome um we have like a full woman lineup for the entire day like everything is going to be just so powerful because like all the vendors, everyone working, all the panelists, it's just going to be like girl power all over the place. Um, so make sure you're here. If you don't live in Toronto, come fly out, come for the weekend. It's going to be really out of control. So May 13th, um, we may have some like smaller events that lead up to that this year. It's just a ton of work. So I'm working on getting some stuff done. We're going to have some merch done. Uh, keep listening to the podcast because I'm going to be giving away some tickets for the event. I'm going to be giving away some tickets for some of our pop-up shops that we're doing. So uh, just stay tuned. And I love you all. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all so much for reaching out. Um, every single person that's reached out, email, DM'd me, messages, tweet me, like everything has been like, honestly, so amazing. And, uh, give us any feedback. It doesn't always have to be good. You know, like if there's things you can work on, things you think suck, things that we could make better ideas that you have, let us know. I want to create a relationship with you guys. I don't want it. Uh, I want to know who's listening. I want to know, you know what's going on. So hit me up anytime. Don't be shy. Like I said, you don't have to uh, reveal your name. If you are asking listener questions, we can keep it totally anonymous if you don't want to say. Uh, And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I love you all so much. Follow me at I am Bianca Harris on everything and follow us at Whip Toronto on everything. Check out our website, whiptoronto.com. And also one big piece of news, (laughs) piece of news. Um, We're going to have some content on YouTube coming out soon. Uh, Like I said, I have dark circles under my eyes right now because we're doing so much stuff. But um, content on YouTube, um, some content that I'm doing for my personal brand and also through Whip. So stay tuned. I will give you guys all the details on that too. Thank you for listening. Bye.